Wait, should I say it? Yeah, be blunt as fuck. This is Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. Welcome to this week's episode of Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. So we have a special guest on today. Her name is Karen Caldwell. Hi, Karen. Hey, ladies. Um, so Karen is a fashion designer and amongst other things. So she's going to tell us a little bit about herself and how she got started in the industry and what else she does. Yeah, guys, I'm super excited about this because she has dressed some of, like, literally my favorite people, like, Diana Ross. Like, that's crazy. Or like, Yeah, there was, like, so many names (laughs) when I was, like, searching everything. I'm like, oh, my God, there's, like, so many people I would, like, love to just be in these people's presence. It's an eclectic group, isn't it? (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. But it's cool because it's, like, you get to meet so many different kinds of people in the industry. So how did you Mm -hmm. get your start? Did I get my start? I think, you know, I never grew up wanting to be a fashion designer, but as a little girl, I always used to love puppets and putting puppet shows on for the neighborhood kids. I love making my own clothes and, and uh, playing around my mom's closet. And as I got older, I realized I just loved my girlfriends and my, my friends, and I always wanted them to feel their best. So I'd always help people, you know, pick something out to wear or, you know, just, it, it became natural for me to help people look their best. And then as time evolved, I started really getting into collecting vintage clothes. And then I started realizing people were coming up to me and asking me where I got this outfit or, you know, how I put this together. And then I ended up becoming friends and then helping them when they have a special occasion, dressing them. And then I decided, you know, it's good to learn how to sew and maybe I should think about making dresses for, you know, for fun. And then it evolved into something much more than that, which is great. So you didn't even grow up wanting to be a fashion designer. This was like a later in life passion that just turned into something. You know, I never grew up being wanting to be a fashion designer, but I love helping people. I guess it's the Aquarius side of me. We love people. Mm-hmm. I like people. I love, I love, I, you know, growing up, I had friends and, and sisters and lots of women in my life. And I felt so sad when some of them might be insecure about the way they looked. And that always hurt my, it hurt me so deeply because I felt so bad for them. And there was nothing wrong with them, but there was something insecure where they felt a certain way. So I always felt by being nurturing and guiding them and how to dress themselves or how to, uh, what to wear. I increased their, um, what do you call it? I lessened their vulnerabilities and made their self-esteem go up a, a notch and it made them feel good. And I think that's why I got into it. I think that's amazing that you said that because a lot of people, girls are catty mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of they times friends are quote unquote friends try to like not, they don't want their girlfriends to be like the best looking ones or things like that. And I'm like, I want my friends to look and feel their best. Like, why would I not want exactly. that? When but all my friends look good, I look good. Yeah, it's Absolutely. like, we all look good. You know we all what? feel good. It's a better energy. Like, it's just, I don't understand women who try to tear other women down or things like that. So I think that's, that's awesome. That's what I love about you guys. You, you, you two girls are so, um, I love it because you're not like that. I can just sense that by listening to your podcast and and uh, and being with you and that's that's such a great thing but there you're right there's a lot of women out there that can be a little catty and it's and I've mm-hmm. seen it and it's sad and I think you know it's funny though that sometimes the women that are the most cattiest or the bullies are the ones that are most vulnerable about something about themselves and they end up oh, being the, the meanest and so it's the mean girl syndrome I call it 
And if you can, if you can kind of, I find that when I've worked with, um, thank God I haven't had a lot of mean girls, but I've had a couple that maybe were very vulnerable and by nurturing them, by helping them put their look together, they entrusted me. And by entrusting me, I found that they became friendlier to people around them. I know that sounds weird, but well, when you look good and you feel good, you're nicer. I think. Exactly. And you don't have to have, exactly. When you, you don't have to have a 25 inch waist. I mean, God, it's really nice to have that. Yeah, that would that, be nice. That would be nice. I don't have that. Women that have 32 inch waist or, you know, as long as you have a waist, it doesn't matter your shape and size. As long as you have some sort of waist and it doesn't really matter what size it is, as long as it's it's got that a waist of some shape or form. All women are beautiful, I think. And it just, you know, having a some sort of waist, it doesn't matter, small, large, whatever, but it's it's a healthy side of a woman. I have friends that were born, you know, more voluptuous and they look gorgeous that way, but they still have a waist. So there you go. Right. How long <laughs> did it take you to start your company once you decided, okay, I'm going to learn to sew. I want to make fashions mm-hmm. for people. How long did that take to get started? You know, it probably about 10 years ago, I started um, getting people kind of checking in with me and say, hey, I like that look you wore at something. So I said, you know, I, I like to go to charity events or, you know, openings of operas and ballets in San Francisco. And I always thought that was really fun. I could show my personal style and people would come up to me and call me and say, hey, you know, I really like what you do. Can you make me something? So that's kind of how it started probably about 10 years ago. And it was funny because I guess um, they liked what I was doing. So I ended up making my own clothes and then uh, people started calling in or or reaching out to me to make their things. Okay. So it was just kind of a process as time organic. Yeah, it was processing. Exactly. And I have a love for vintage clothes started with my um, just, you know, seeing my grandmother's dressed up when I was a young girl. And I remember that feeling of getting dressed up for something, a special occasion. And it felt so good. And, and, uh, and I realized I want to make that feeling for other people. I, 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 I'm the last one on my list. I love my, my, I have two boys that are amazing and they're so cool. And I got a wonderful husband. But to me, one of my greatest joys is my relationship with my sisters and my best friends from high school. And uh, for me, it's just so easy being with them. And we have such a great time. And there are women out there that always don't feel that connected with other women. And so for mm-hmm. me to come in and make a woman feel good by making a dress for them and then, you know, doing something with a costume jewelry collection I have that I've collected for probably 30 years, 35 years. And, and helping them put their thing together and then being that nurturing person holding their hand. Wow. It, it made me feel so good to help somebody. So, yeah. And, well, and I know it. you said that like <laughs> you collect like vintage pieces and like, I find it really hard for myself. A lot of times when I'm going and looking for vintage pieces to like, kind of see, you know, what, like the what's final vision, like right. a, the product. Like, yeah. What's oh. your process? Like, how do you know, like, when you're like, that's it, you know, like when you're walking into a store or like putting together pieces, like, how do you, like, what's your vision? I've got, I've got such a crazy, strong visual sensory perception about me. I, I can walk in somewhere and go and just, it's got to draw me. It's got to be something that stands out. I, I'm, I'm all about editorial. You got to have something that's going to rock everybody. It's great to have something that's trendy, which I love, but if it doesn't rock people, you won't get noticed. And so I'm always into like, you know, what's the most colorful, what's, you know, what's got the most interesting design. 
In fact, you have to come over sometime, ladies. I've got a costume jewelry collection that is like no other. And so come over and Ooh. borrow some stuff out of my, You're my collection. You're speaking my language. Come on over. So nice. Oh, my God. I love no, sharing. come on over. I would be honored. <laughs> that would be awesome. So you said like your grandma. I was reading a, a, when I was like researching your line. She was part of like the studios, right? Or something like that? Like old yeah, Hollywood? You know, like. Exactly. My, my dad moved to the California area and I believe it was the forties and his, his, uh, his real mother passed away from a, a young age. And so he was a little boy. And then his father remarried uh, an amazing lady. And when he was in his fifties and her name was Carla and she was a dancer, choreographer. Um, she, she was pianist, very, very classically trained in all art forms. And she was involved with Hollywood. She grew up in the Hollywood Hills and she was a dancer in a school called Denonshaw, which is now sits, it used to be the location where the Hollywood Bowl now sits. And she just walked through life dancing and singing and playing piano. And with her stories and photographs of her when she was young, like her publicity photos of her dancing um, for different things, uh, created this imagination in my young little brain about, you know, what this life was that she must have led. And so um, I was lucky enough to, uh, you know, have some remnants from her, like jewelry and also just stories from her. She was a choreographer and dancer for Walt Disney Studios. So when they did an animation film, she would go into the animation studio and dance or move and the animators would hand sketch her, her movements. And so she was this, there was something about her. She was uh she was just so artistic and so uh, mesmerizing that she always made this huge impression on me growing up. And so I think my whole love of vintage is because her style back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s was something I would see photographs of. And it was just like, just mesmerized by the, the choreography or the photograph, what she was wearing, the costume. So she was a, she was a big, uh, what do you call it, inspiration for me. So like old Hollywood glamours kind of definitely absolutely like the perfect inspiration. And be, exactly. And that could be modernized to today's age. I mean, if you watched the Golden Globes uh, last Sunday night, there were some amazing dresses that brought back, you know, the Art Deco period, you know, the 60s, the 50s. I mean, I don't know if you saw, as it Anya I Joy? I saw played, a lot that oh, I did not like. Yes. Oh, <laughs> but which one, one are you talking YouTubing. about? Which the one? The girl from Queen's Gambit. Oh, oh she God. looked gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Oh, I was like, she was probably Christian one of the best dressed, in my opinion. Oh, totally. Oh, um, other people. But she became a character. She's beautiful. Was I? I was like, I don't know if I'm just like not up to date with fashion or what. But some people look like shit. Like most of them. Like they <laughs> honestly looked really ugly, in my opinion. You know and I was what? like, how are they wearing this? Why did they do these fashion changes? It wasn't a good idea. I was just like, my friend kept saying it was like a lampshade. Like every piece looked like a lampshade. There was that one dress. You, and I you know like, what's funny though? When you're, when you meet people and you're a designer, you almost, I don't become judgmental anymore because I realize there's something with that person's personality. It's something creative that comes out of them and they choose that look. And even though okay. you and I may not really find it kind of like appealing, I appreciate it for the, the artistic sense that they're trying to put out there. Cause you know, it's, sometimes we're a little harsh when we judge clothes. We go, Oh God, that's awful. She looks like a lampshade, but then you realize <laughs> her stylist or the, or she or he that are wearing that outfit. It's just kind of a, it's kind of their rendition of their personality. And you have to just kind of appreciate it and just go, you know, yeah, it's a big green dress. It looks like a lampshade perhaps maybe in my mind, but I love that she pulled it off and she did her hair and, 
I don't know. I just appreciate when a woman even, you know, j- does something that's very editorial. I, I appreciate well, yeah. all fashion. I never How, find, yeah. Like, you just does have that to kind process of work. Like if you're say you're like dressing someone for the golden globes or something, like sure. how much say do they have in that piece? Or is, is it kind of like, like we go to like Zara and we're like that dress, sure, we which can't I change anything. Zara. Yeah. It's a great store. Great. Love it. This it's is a Zara. great store. Um, my favorite. It's my secret. I love it. But you know, I think a lot of it, 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 you know, definitely there's people that have stylists. Some stylists can be very strong personality and really guide somebody in the right direction. And maybe perhaps that celebrity needs that direction. And there are others where I think the celebrity really comes in and says, you know, this is my personality and they'll, they'll have a chance to pick the dress out. Um, it kind of depends on who's in charge and it's either the celebrity, uh, red carpet wear or the stylist. And some people pick out their own thing all by themselves. And you know what? I, I love that it's got, we, I never, I never like a good, perfect golden globe. I like it when there's something that's a little quirky because it, it makes you kind of snap out of that, that realm of perfection. It's mm-hmm. kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I well, think like, I'm used when- to perfection. And like, so when other people don't do it, I'm like, Huh. Why, didn't you, <laughs> why didn't you follow? Why didn't you try? But I get oh what you're God. saying because I have to realize yeah, like not everyone it. likes the same things or the same fashion. Exactly. And like that's what makes it exciting to yes. look at. And like who would I talk shit about if everyone looked good? You know? Exactly. Yeah, sometimes you see something and you go, Oh boy, holy crap, what were they thinking? But then you realize, you know what? I could have refined that or I could have done that a little different. I, I'm one yes. of those people. I'll watch those shows and I always go, oh God, I would have changed those earrings. But then I realized, you know, whoever was the one in charge of the dressing had their own vision and you, you got to appreciate it. So there you go. Do you know <laughs> if like stylists are ever like, you can't say that I styled you if you wear that? If you decide okay. to, because if the celebrity is like, no, this is my style. You know and what? I would be like, absolutely not. You can't put my name on this. It does well, that was always that, I, you know, not that I'm aware of, um, okay. but I, I remember hearing the rumor of Harvey Weinstein, another one of your Ooh. interesting, yeah, Harvey. Um, his wife, he is married to a beautiful woman, George Gorgeous. Chapman. Gorgeous. How the hell Marquesa. did that happen? Gorgeous. Right? With his little molly penis, right? I, oh my God. I met her once and she's as lovely as you can imagine. She's beautiful and she was very sweet and I... She must have found something appealing with Harvey. I mean, and I she had to be like, like straight from heaven to like even continue with his molly penis. Beautiful. Didn't she already I have know. money of her own? Because she's a successful designer yeah. herself. Absolutely. Marquesa is one of my, I mean, I think their clothes are amazing. Gorgeous. I mean, they, they, the craftsmanship. Um, there was rumor that he would pressure some of the actresses they had to wear her line, which, you know, that could be possibly a fabricated gossip. I mean, who really knows? That's the only mm, thing I've ever heard I, of where. I would, it, I would have passed him. Yeah, I know. He yeah, seems like I mean, to, he likes to influence people to do things they don't necessarily <laughs> want to do. We've yeah. heard, yeah, the rumor has it. <laughs> but and the funny be, part is um, it, everybody like him or the Jeffrey Epstein's out there. I just want those guys to go out of style. Let's, 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 uh, let's get those guys. Let's get them out of here because we need, we need nice people in the world. People that are very supportive of women and, you know, anything that we can do. Women rule the world in the end. I'm a firm believer of that. They do. Without yeah, I mean, they you do. would be here. Yeah, you're it is, all and it's a grand, all my come from a woman. To, the best thing I remember, I think it was my grandmother and my aunt used to always say, when, uh, men talk, women do. And I totally believe that. I think, you know, men can sit there and do things, but women in the end... Get make it, it come to life. 
absolutely. Right. Mom in the room. <laughs> so who, if for going back to like the celebrity aspect, like who's been your favorite sure. and like maybe least favorite, if you want to answer, or do you could say not their names, but maybe difficult situations. Yeah. Put you you have some fun stories. You know, I, yeah. I wish I had some hot gossip, but I've had nothing but really great people. Oh, I've had okay. few celebrities that I've met in person. I know. I wish I had some hot gossip, but I but do I like my to know fans, that they're nice. My, yeah. Oh my God. Well, I have to tell you one of the nicest couple I ever met was Colin Firth and his wife, Olivia. Unfortunately, I think they are maybe going, they're separated now. I'm not sure if they're still together, but the nicest people you would ever meet. Livia is an eco uh, friendly and, and she has eco age, which is this amazing site about how, how would you be uh, having to recycle fabrics or do things that are eco friendly. And she was a love and she reached out through to me after she saw something on me on the internet through a friend and I tell you, she was amazing. She invited me to Hollywood for Golden Globes. She wore my grandmother's earrings, which was amazing, and uh, used all my accessories and wore some of my dresses during some of the, the press shots and, and the Screen Actors Guild Award. And because we hit it off so much, she had me hanging out with Helena Bonham Carter and Helena's mother, Elena Bonham Carter, and her husband, Tim Burton. I have to tell you, they, they treated me like family. We got along so well. Next time they came down for the Oscars for King's Speech, they invited me back down again. And I, and I dressed all their friends that came from London and Italy. And it was like the best experience of my life. So thank you to Colin Firth and Livia Firth. They were just the nicest people I've ever met. And from that, I got some great press and I ended up doing more things. Um, Helena, how do you say her last name again? Helena Bonham Carter. Oh my okay. God. I, She's from Harry Potter, right? <laughs> That's oh, like where I know my, parents, my kids thought I was Uber cool. They go, Mom, we don't know any of these celebrities. I go, Do you know Helene? They go, Harry Potter. I yeah, go, yeah, like I was like, Potter. and I know she I was with you, Tim Burton too, but she was. They had two kids together, but she was. People kind of look at her, and she's a little. She comes off a little off the wall and kind of like, yeah, her hair is kind of messy. She's one of the prettiest women I've ever dressed in my life. Really, like, she is gorgeous. Yeah, she she kind of hides it. But I tell you, she's really a gorgeous, gorgeous girl. I feel like she's someone and who does really nice. a distinct style as well. Mm-hmm. Like she does. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's got a Vivian Westwood and kind of like you know, she definitely is a Tim Burton esque. I think with them being a couple for many years, they're not together anymore. But I think there's definitely they both had kind of the same style. But they were so nice. They had similar and hair, sort of at one point. They had similar. <laughs> <laughs> They definitely had a whole like, you know, yeah, yeah there's extra gel and, you know, like a, a bird nest kind of thing going on, but the nicest people I've ever met. So there How you go. How did you get to dress Diana Ross? Yes. Please tell me. Diana Ross was funny. Oh my God. Number one, Diana Ross. It, it, she's like God to me because I just think, okay, you weren't born yet, but she did this incredible concert in uh, Central Park years ago. And she came out in the Bob Mackie white tool uh, cape and, and their hair was just gorgeous. And so I got a call from somebody and said, we need somebody to help Diana Ross and her assistant dress her for a show she's having for um, somebody in San Francisco. And of course I'm like, I'll be there. You can, I'll pay you. And yeah, I just worked with- yeah, and I didn't have anything glamorous. I was just pressing out her costumes. They would hand them to me. And then her assistant, Phyllis, who was this really cool lady that's been with Diana for years, would help me come in and just kind of hand the things in. But, you know, there was banter and there was um, a little bit of conversation. But it was just like they gave me all the old about. She, she uses her Bob Mackie uh, costumes from years ago. And they handed these to me so I could steam them out before she went on stage. And 
I just, I remember receiving a ton of tulle and white and lavender. It was just like, it was Christmas. <laughs> I hugged those and I could smell the past performances, you know, Central Park. And it was just like, I felt like I was in a time machine. I was like, and then I had to snap out of it, of course. It was like magical. And she's a, she was, she was so professional. And I have to tell you, she sang like, no time had passed. She sounded incredible. So it was just basically somebody that knew about me said they need a little extra help. And it was just like one of those moments and God, just to hug and see her and see those Bob Mackie costumes was, it was dreamy. That's all yeah, she's crazy. She hasn't like aged. Oh, it's like, all. she's still on no. 10. Like it's oh crazy. My God. You know who I love is her daughter, Tracy Ellis Ross. Okay. What yes. a beautiful girl. Oh yeah. Oh my God, what a beautiful girl. And she's got amazing style. But that whole family, it's just, I just love the beauty of, uh, oh, Diana Ross, just the stories and just the history we know about her as a performer and just who she is. She she does not disappoint. She's exactly who you think she is. She's beautiful and she's very sweet, very nice lady. Because I feel like she could easily be a diva, you know, being who she is. You never know. Yeah, but she doesn't but she like, no, she doesn't. No, no but like some people, like it's not like Mariah Carey, I guess, who like you hear stories where <laughs> yeah, she's like actually one. a diva. I, I've like, seen her in interviews. She seems a little, uh, she seems like she likes to talk a lot about herself, but I think that's probably. That's an understatement. You know yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. You know, I sat next to the other day in Palm Springs was so exciting. Nobody at my table knew who she was, but I know who she is. Beyonce's sister Solange. <gasps> Shut I don't know up. She is. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was just like, like I, couldn't even, I couldn't even eat. She's like, I, <laughs> I think her style is amazing. And I think she's so beautiful. And I'm sitting here and, and I first, I didn't know who she was because she had a mask on when she sat down. And the first thing I saw was this gorgeous hair she had. And I just walked by and I, I give people compliments all the time when they deserve it. Cause I just love women and how they look. And I just said, your hair is absolutely stunning. So she had the mask on and she was very switched. Oh, thank you so much. And then I sat down and then we were able to take our mask off. And then I realized, Oh my God, that's Solange Knowles. And that's like the <laughs> second to Beyonce. And I know she's <laughs> just amazing. I was just like, Oh my God. I just love my lunch. Cause I just stared at her the whole time. And I'm sure I have the soup going down my shirt. I was just like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, where in Palm like Springs are you staying? Because that's where oh. I want to go. <laughs> oh, she was some, it was just a little restaurant, but I have to tell you, she was just so beautiful to look at. So anyway. She definitely going, has her own um eccentric style as well. Yeah. But it works oh, for absolutely. her. Absolutely. It like oh, yeah. everything she wears, like she has a great body. Mm-hmm. Like she does. Not always it's very talented. I've seen her perform before. She's very talented. I haven't. Have you, Jennifer? I feel like I've never I seen have her perform. Seen it online, but not in person. But yeah, oh, okay. she's very. It, like I feel like she gets like she's, um, she's Beyonce's sister. So you know that's a problem in itself. Right. You know, you are Beyonce's sister. But I think like herself, she has a ton of talent, and she's like a gorgeous girl. But it's just like she's Beyonce's sure. sister, so it's just like if she was on her own, I feel like she would be. You know, people would re- would be more like, "Oh my God, Solange is great," but like she's Beyonce's it's hard sister when you're compared. Yeah, right. Oh, exactly. I have to tell you though, what a what a stunning what a stunning girl. She's beautiful, and um, I I I don't know. She's got a you know what? She might end up breaking barriers and end up doing. I mean, she's already doing great, but I think in the future she might just become even bigger. Who knows? I hope so. I love her. Definitely. Do you, <laughs> do you think so for you? Has it all been word of mouth? 
like with your designs to address people? Yeah. You know what I think it is? It stemmed from, I think it stemmed off when I worked for the, uh, the people for the King's speech, uh, Livia Firth, I think she got wind because I trained myself never to get excited over celebrities. Cause I did that once. And I just, I think it scared the people. <laughs> I was still like, Oh my God. And then I realized I can't do that again. And so I acted really calm, even though I've always had a crush on Colin Firth, uh, from pride and prejudice. So I'd like show up at their hotel room. I'm like, Hey, yeah. Nice to meet you, bud. You know, and I was like trying to be calm and cool, collected. But it ended up, uh, I felt so comfortable around them because they were so nice and welcoming. And I think what happened, she spread the word a little bit with this great stylist in LA named Elizabeth Stewart. She does everybody. Amanda Seyfried. She does January Jones. Oh my gosh, she does um, Gal Godot from uh, Wonder Woman. And Love she's her. this incredibly oh, talented she's stylist. Gorgeous. Oh, she That's... talk about another beautiful girl. Oh God, I yes. love to dress her so bad. <laughs> and she has a great I'm body with her third child. Yeah. I didn't even know that because at the Golden pregnant. Globes, she did not look pregnant. And then she announced she it. And did. I was like, oh, she looks great. She's gorgeous. Oh, I guess she's absolutely. So that hopefully that will be one of my next people. I hope that's my dream. You could put it on a vision board. Yeah. I can help <laughs> you manifest you know what? it. I'm a firm believer in vision boards. Girls, vision boards are good. <laughs> so you do do vision boards. I know some people don't believe in doing that kind of stuff (laughs) no you know what I never really did a vision board but I do um sometimes when I see a celebrity on tv or a movie I'll go back and sketch something and go oh god if I had you know a chance to meet them I'd probably do something like this and I've done that before and I ended up working out so it's kind of funny oh that's so cool (laughs) so it's with Jessica Chastain oh I saw her in a movie with Brad Pitt what was it the tree of life Um, I'm not sure the tree of life with Brad Pitt. And I saw this actress I'd never seen before. And that was Jessica Chastain. And I thought, God, what a, this girl's very talented. She's got a big career ahead of her. And I remember that. And then I was looking online to see her photos and I realized she's naturally a redhead. I thought, Oh my God, she's gorgeous. Redhead. I thought I would make a green dress for her. So her stylist is Elizabeth Stewart. And I ended up sending a group of dresses down and it was, it was Jessica Chastain's first maybe kind of big interview on David Letterman. And they chose this green dress that I actually wanted to put on her and not knowing they were going to have her as a client. And it was so weird. I'm like, Oh my God. So that was exciting. And we got chosen um, in InStyle magazine as uh, best look of the of the week, I think it was. And then it got voted for oh, something else. Awesome. Kind of exciting. That's you know, manifestation that. right yeah, there. Right. <laughs> there you go. See, I guess I did do a vision board. A yeah. Sport, a small vision board. <laughs> Definitely made it come true. It happened. So, you know, you never know. Well, so how do you like know? Did you have to like learn how to sketch these things? I mean, for yeah, those of I you that suck. don't know, for those of you that don't know, <laughs> well, I, I both I go went to, to sewing school. camp. So we did go we, to sewing camp. You know what? We were on the fast I can, track. I can make you a pillow and a like binder, a, a binder cover. Why don't we do a sewing <laughs> camp? We can do like a glamping with sewing lessons. You know what? The, the things I make, I have people help me. And the reason is I'm not as advanced in sewing. I can do basic things and do um, a design on my dress form and pin it and, you know, do certain things. But, you know, you really need uh, craftsmen that have years of training. So I do have wonderful people that have helped me in the past to finalize the the final look and sew it. But uh, in the beginning, it's just me with, you know, taping it and putting it together and and then bringing the dress form over to a seamstress and having a pattern made. Do you sketch yourself? Yeah, I sketch, you know, I can't say they're as elaborate as something Valentino would have sketched out or Edith Head, 
But the ones I sketch out, I think they're pretty decent. I mean, they're good enough where you can see the details. And um, for me, they're visually enough to really get what I want to have made, get it, get it sewn and, des- and put together. I mean, you have to have you some skill because I, no, 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 I don't know if you've seen my drawings. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Artistic Tumbling and me don't go cheat. hand in hand. <laughs> if, if you want to cheat mood fabrics, because you're both in LA, right? Um, I'm San Francisco. Yeah. And oh, I'm yes. oh, I didn't know that. That's where I, that's where I'm, I'm well, I'm Napa Valley part-time. And then we came down here a year ago to Santa Barbara because our sons are going to college here and we wanted to be close to them uh, during COVID. Anyway, so San Francisco is where I, I would go to Brightex Fabrics in San Francisco, which I love. And then I go to Mood Fabrics in Los Angeles. And sometimes they have these little sketch pads. I forgot what they're call, called now. Um, it's a way that designers can use to, um, they have the body form drawn out and then you draw over it just to get a design together. Um, cloquettes, oh. I forgot what they're called. I'm having a little brain fart, ladies. I apologize. Oh no, you're fine. Wait, so you're, <laughs> typi- you're typically from San Francisco, right? Or like that's where I was you- born and raised. Well, I was born and raised in San Fernando Valley. And then when I was about 17, my father got a job in San Francisco. So we ended up moving up to the Santa Rosa area to live. And then I moved to San Francisco in my 20s and then lived there for a few years and then met my husband. We lived in San Francisco for years. And then we had a weekend home and winery up in Napa Valley. And then eventually the, our two boys were born. We wanted to be a little bit out of the city. So we moved to St. Olena, Napa Valley full time. And then we've been living in Santa Barbara for t- uh, a year now. So have you noticed a difference between Bay Area fashion and LA fashion? Because Jennifer and I do. Okay, I live in San Francisco. I think that there are some people here that can do something, but there is like the majority of (laughs) them. You're so sweet. I mean, I'm trying to be uplifting. Like, yeah, you put on outfits. So good you know but like <laughs> no you are you're lovely oh my god I'm just I'm looking at I'm, I'm we're zooming this call as you know and I'm looking at how beautiful you both are I can't wait to dress you because I know we're gonna play we're gonna have dress up day at some point I can't wait um I know we have to go through COVID but we're gonna get there and I'm dressing you too um but you're right though San Francisco definitely there's different neighborhoods as you know in San Francisco I lived in North Beach for many years in Cal Hollow and my husband and I lived, lived in Pacific Cal Heights, Hollow Hill. I was gonna say Jennifer didn't you, you where okay what city were you on <laughs> Union and um, Laguna. Oh, I love. I that's my old hood. <laughs> yep, those are good times there. That's a great area. I lived on Greenwich and oh god, what was it? Octavia, and where I met one of my best friends, Margaret, and she's still my best friend to today. And then, um, and wait, then does she still I live there? North Beach. She no, we we moved out of San Francisco. She's in LA now. She's in uh, North Hollywood, and I'm here in Santa Barbara. And uh, in fact, I'm going to see her soon. I hope because I just miss the. She's such a great person. I miss her. And uh, yeah, so it's funny. I, none of my my older a lot of my friends in San Francisco I knew younger don't live there anymore. So it Everyone happens. Kind of moved out. <laughs> yeah. How do you like this? Oh, so go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, Jennifer, what do you think of the style in San Francisco? That. You notice? Um, I mean, so obviously it's changed over recent years and it's a tech city. So everyone's just in like Patagonia and Lululemon leggings, which I like. <laughs> leggings yes, too. there's a lot of fleece going on there. There's a lot. Of but leggings. I mean, like if I'm going somewhere, like, you know, I'm going to put on something nice. Yeah. You know, I'm going to like dress up. Absolutely. But there's I'm, not a oh lot of that. No, there no you're right. And I think right now with COVID, 
there's just, it's been kind of, it's been a little depressing for me because I like seeing people dressed up because I always dress, I always find out where we're going. My husband and I were invited somewhere and I always make sure I dress up a little more than everybody there because sometimes Same. I need that little visual to kind of get the conversation going. And uh, I find right now in COVID, there's a lot of fleece and a lot of yoga pants, which I love. Don't get me wrong. I wear yoga pants, but it's like, it's, I'm not seeing a lot of like accessories. It's pretty dismal right now. So the other day, speaking of this, I went roller skating. Yes, I have a pair of roller skates and I went roller skating with the SB rollers and I wore a cocktail dress. Um, I did Oscar de la Renta earrings, uh, matching bracelet and necklace and a green vintage uh, swing coat in, in green, the most beautiful green silk taffeta you can imagine. And I went roller skating and you won't believe how many people came up to me. I was like a freaking I'm sure nature. I'm a like, lot. Who you are. And I'm like, well, so it was really funny. So yeah, there's definitely uh, a kind of a dismal fashion side right now, but it's slowly perking up. I see it. Because I feel like San Francisco, at least from being in LA for so long, when I went and Jennifer and I would go out, we were like, oh, everyone is kind of like plain yeah. Jane here compared to LA. Very plain Jane. So like your style to me doesn't seem very I think like you're right. San Francisco. It seems more LA in a sense. Yeah. No. I don't know. Maybe the demographic, like oh, maybe okay. because it was like college kids at the time. No. Like we just didn't just care. Is yeah. what it is. Like even when I go out in San Francisco and I like will just wear it. I wear whatever I want, like when I want to sure. wear it. So I always yeah. dressed up typically when I'm going out and people always say like, you look so LA. And I'm like, I literally have on like a plain dress. <laughs> I just like put on something nice, you know? Well, you know, it also helps that you're a beautiful, stunning girl. I have to say both <laughs> of you are you. Very, very stunning. But uh, I, I almost think anything you put on, you're going to you're gonna be noticed because you're absolutely beautiful girls. But I'm, definitely, though, you're right, San Francisco, it, like, unless you're talking about opening nights like the opera and symphony where people get really dressed up, and that's fun. But there's just a small core of people that really get dressed up a lot. And it's, it's yeah, it's a little di different. And Santa Barbara has its own flavor down here. It's very funny. Oh, it's very, like, uh, we, I was at lunch <laughs> with my dad and Calix and my brother oh, yeah. like, a few weeks ago. And I was looking I and I was like, Calix, do you realize, like, the dads all look the same like they literally what is that? All, it was just kind of like no, shorts absolutely. and a t-shirt and like vans and like all the dads and looked no the same hair. And, and they let yeah. their hair grow really long and they and they shouldn't because their hair is falling out and it's really scraggly <laughs> that's what we, that's what my husband and i love about your dad he has like we called him when we first met him we're like you have hollywood hair who are you he does You're have a full head here, of hair but he's from here <laughs> yes yeah, I men, know they're just a little scraggly, but, but I was, I didn't know men bald were went bald so much. And cause my dad has a full head of hair. And then I was like, Oh my God, guys, my age should just <laughs> like keep their hats on because it's not, uh, you know what? Bald is beautiful. Cause I love, I love bald guys. I, yeah. I, but I they need to shave it so all off. This. He's got a little, little of hair here, but he's sexy. Cause he, he keeps it short and it looks good. I like, it, I think when you, but just I don't hold too. on to I, I, your like patches. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> if it's going, just let it be gone. Yes. Yeah. And, and when you keep it long and scraggly, it makes your baldness stand up that much more. Yes. So keep it short. Looks good. I'm exactly. Just <laughs> we should start going to operas, Jennifer. Apparently that's where you oh, we no, can no, dress no. up. I'm like, I'm this going... is where we're gonna go. <laughs> but no, I would no, love no. to go when once. That starts, that, that'll start up soon. I, I, I guarantee it. That will start, but I bet in the fall or late summer, and you guys are going to call me Aunt Karen, cool Aunt Karen, <laughs> and she's going to make you look like something. And I, and I don't just go for a red carpet look. I go for editorial carpet look. 
You're going to stand okay. out amongst everybody else that looks good. I well, love this I because I go to malls <laughs> in San Francisco because of like some of the, cir- the social circles I'm in. And like, yes! that's, okay, that's my biggest thing is I always want to find the most shocking look because like, not that everyone kind of girl. just dresses the same, but they do. And so like, yeah, I always go for the most boring. shocking. Yeah. And so I just like take okay. it to the next level shocking, just because I know. Yeah, that okay. they are going to say and, something. <laughs> and then you're going to call Aunt Karen, that's me, and I'm going to check you out. And you're going to look, you're going to get, you're going to get so many shots that I'm just saying, I can totally, you're going to love what I do for you. I'm just saying. It's funny because Je- Jennifer and I, Jennifer's a Libra rising and I'm a Leah rising. And oh, I love both they're, those signs. They're the signs of the, the most like, um, out, like, basically like look at me most, sort of a thing and most dynamic actually most yeah dynamic, but most and we were, we were we were oh hope so <laughs> yeah right leo's and, i almost married a leo and, and madonna's a leo leo's are the most fabulous of the zodiac signs for his personality and looks obviously and libra's <laughs> are probably one of the most beautiful of the zodiac and make friends very easily Libra. us Libras are so social and, and, and both one of my two of my favorite signs yeah we were saying like we were trying to find an outfit and we were like okay we're so extra like we were just because Jennifer's going to come down here this weekend and we were going to go to dinner and I was like okay so oh, I'm going to wear a fur jacket I'm going to take you out for dinner and drink some night Okay. But, yeah, and we well, were. Just, I'll be there. Yeah, like we should. Maybe on Friday weekend. Well, we can I show you our outfit. You too. Yeah, I'm so excited. Can you promise? Okay, here's the thing. When you guys now, I feel like I have to like dress like I'm going to be like. Podcast uh, is amazing. No, 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 no. You are. You're both very easy. I can tell because you just already have your gorgeous. You you are just you're easy to work with. Let's put it that way. And I will um, plan your next, when you have your next thing you have to go to, I will do this for you. It's just pure pleasure for me. And I will, all the accessories, all the clothes, you just let me know what you need. I will surprise you by putting something that you maybe wouldn't even think about, but I'll just surprise you. And I promise you'll be like the best thing you've ever worn. I'm not creative. <laughs> like, and I know that about myself. Like, yeah. I, so I'm like, oh, want? like I like people to just do things for me and I'll tell you if I like, okay. <laughs> because yeah, I'm, I, don't, I don't have that. Like, uh, mental. I don't have a mentality to like, be like, oh, that's going to look good on me. I'll try it on. And I'm like, that did not go according to plan. Yeah. And I can't <laughs> put things together <laughs> okay. like that. Like I have to just like see something and when I see it, I know, but I like it. And then I can recreate that, but I yes. can never just be like, oh, this like fabric, love this. Right. Like this would look good with this. Sure. Like I have to like recreate something. Well, yeah. I want you, you're going to come visit me next time you're in Santa Barbara. And I, I will show you my giant jewelry collection and sometimes just a simple outfit but you get some editorial when I say editorial I mean something that's so one of a kind that nope and I've had I've had earrings I wore before and people have just stopped me in my trash going where did you get those I'm like they're from the 1940s and you can't have them super <laughs> you got it you got to get something and only I, I yeah it's like these are this and I love people borrowing my jewelry because I said all I ask for is a picture because I just want that for my little scrapbook so you have to rock some of my jewelry and then definitely dresses my favorite thing in the whole world you guys will be my daughters for the day or whatever That's exciting <laughs> and like I actually I enjoy daughters. a statement piece jewelry I feel like versus like a bunch of jewelry like I'm, I don't wear a ton of jewelry but I would rather a statement mm-hmm. piece personally that like sticks Absolutely. out um than yes. like just being like loaded on with jewelry kind of a thing mm-hmm. no yeah that's the that's the key to good jewelry you want it's either a great pair of earrings 
and you don't want to do a necklace if these earrings are out, you know, if these earrings are so fantastic, you don't want to put a necklace because that takes away from everything. You got to make sure you balance it out right. You know, a great pair of earrings and an incredible cocktail ring or a bracelet and earrings. There, there's ways you, you, can, you can overdo it on jewelry. So yeah, it's almost like Definitely. putting an outfit on. You can overdo it. Yeah, you just have to layer it just right. Come Do you have <laughs> any advice for people who want to get in the fashion industry, like, or people who maybe want to switch careers if they've thought about being in fashion? I say like, always, you know, if there's something you're interested in, go for it. I mean, it's it's not an easy field to be in, especially right now, because of the economy and people are just, you know, they're you know, stores are closing down. But in that little movement of change, there's always a little piece. I think if you have a lot of excitement and passion for something, you can make it happen, whether it's on a large format or it's something you just do for fun. You have to figure out what's going to work. But yeah, I mean, I say go for it. It's it's very artistic to, to be designing. Um, I'm lucky I'm married to a wonderful man, my husband, Oliver, and he's an art dealer and he has galleries. So I see that creativity with this artist and I realize um, how lucky I am to be surrounded by, you know, great paintings and sculpture. It's an inspiration. Uh, and I, I feel like I'm lucky because I can kind of, I don't have to work. I'm very lucky, but I want to do this work to help people to make women feel great about themselves. And I also dress men too. I think, oh, I mean, okay. I have, I have so many guy friends, uh, as I call them, they call me their gay husbands. And I have so many. And I would, I think, you know, men and women can wear the same things. It just depends on what look you're going for. There you go. And That's I feel so like true. a lot of I are androgynous now. Like guys yes. are wearing dresses, Harry Styles, but I like I it on him. Like, oh I'm like, God. oh, it looks I, good. It, I, I love a man in a really cool skirt. I've seen that. And I love that. And, and it uh, is kind of yeah. cool. Like, and I feel like it's because they have the confidence to be mm-hmm. like, yes, I can they never had this. it before. Yeah. Well, you know what? Back in the day, you know, a lot of things weren't accepted back in the day. And Definitely. which is sad. I mean, I, I've known people that really weren't able to come out until much later in life. And, and can you imagine how their lives would have been better if it was just fully accepted? Like it's getting more and more these days. <laughs> and um, I think a lot of people are coming out and really kind of upping it a notch to, to just show themselves. It's who they are. And it's fantastic. Well, and it's crazy to me to think that people were so restrictive back in the day because like I was reading an article. I was on TikTok, <laughs> to be honest. And TikTok's I good. Saw, I Everything's saw that like TikTok. back in like the late 1800s, like men wore dresses up until a certain age. Oh, really? So it's like, yeah. And pink was considered a power color. Yes. So girls, boys wore pink. Yeah, I and saw so that it's like, on TikTok. you have like See? these pre like conceived things because of what, you know, and you're going to like, I, I know it's, it's, it's funny because I always raise my kids. I have two really great sons and they both have little disabilities, nothing serious. Uh, one has very high functioning autism. My other son has mild cerebral palsy. Even though these are disabilities, they are very functioning and they're great people. And I always raise them to it. My mom has a great saying. She always said, you know, she, I mean, I'm not the most religious person, but you know, I've gone to church once while, but my mom always says, God doesn't make junk. And I thought that's a great way to explain to somebody that's biased against somebody. God never made ju- mixed junk. And I always told my kids that. So I've always exposed my kids to everything and tell them how important people are, no matter what. We're all human beings and human beings are beautiful. And we need to really appreciate whatever that person's uh, quality of life is and what, what they want to do, what makes them happy. So there you go. I just like a person that's very nice. Um, I think we're coming into a good age where there's, there's less um, meanness out there. I think we're getting into a better place. 
I think well, the last we're in the age of Aquarius. Four years have been a little tough on people. We are in the age of Aquarius. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So it's all about your sign. I, yeah. Now. Age of I'm an Aquarius. Age of Aquarius. Yes. Um, I love all human beings, and it doesn't matter where you're from. And what I always say, we're all originally from Africa. So when people are prejudiced, I say, you know what? We're all originally from the continent of Africa, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I, I The most beautiful people in the world are the ones that come from all over the world. So there we go. I think that's great advice. I honestly love how positive you are and how you want to help people because you're just in such a culture right now where people want to tear so many people down and leave mean comments and things like that. So it's like refreshing to hear someone like women helping women or not, or just anyone really, because it's like, it's helping anyone see it. Like people just would rather tear people down to make themselves feel better. And it's like, why can't we all just be fucking nice? (laughs) Like it shouldn't be. That you know, you're, hard. you're apps. No, you're absolutely right. That's what's beautiful. I think sometimes, um, I, like I said, the meanest people in the world are the ones that are the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And, uh, those people have something that they're not sharing, but that definitely makes them feel very insecure and they lash out at people. Um, I think if you handle people it, it, being a mother, for example, you can be a mom without having kids. It's that mothering, uh, nurturing, that everybody has inside of them. They just have to figure out if they can use it or not. You don't have to have kids to be a mom. It's it's that mentality of being a mom. Um, the place where we meet your dad all the time for breakfast in the mornings, um, we have our we have our local homeless people. And you know what? If you just spend a little time know, knowing their stories, you realize, you know, somebody, some people just need to be more taken care of and they're not able to be taken care of. And you look at life as being a mom almost, a mom mentality. You'll find that you'll really... Um, you find joy in every person you meet because you just realize that person has a story. Everybody has a story. So try to nurture everybody you meet, even the worst people, and you'll find you'll break them down eventually in a good way. Sending <laughs> love and light always. Yeah. yeah. Love and, and, light. and I want to compliment know. people more. I'm like, that's actually something I wanted to work on was like, no, more can I, tell I get you? shy, even if I think things, well, and, but I'm like, I know it like makes, but if someone compliments me, I'm like, oh my God, it's so nice. So I'm like, why can't I just say yeah. it? <laughs> Because I, I just always get shy. people <laughs> yeah. every day. In fact, there's this cute little group of older women that take this walk every morning and they all have their silver hair and their, you know, their little routine, their walkers, and they're so cute. And the other morning, they just look so pretty. I go, you ladies look gorgeous today. And they were just like, thank you. And, and you forget, we also put an age on things. There's this yeah. age limit, like, you know, do we lose our beauty? I'm, I'm 55. And I'd like to think, I take pretty good care of myself. And I, I think it's something that we need to reach out beyond the age bracket too. But you're right though. People could be a little cruel. And I do find giving a compliment to a stranger on the street, just walking by and saying hi, which you know we don't do often because of COVID. And then just finding something about them that you like and give them that compliment. Wow. It makes their day. And, and what a nice thing to make people feel good about the, who they are. And yeah. that was like the, what you said about the older woman. I saw a TikTok, but like it was like <laughs> it's our whole Shocker. life now. It's but I saw this. What made me think I need to start complimenting people more was this older woman said it made her day being in a this girl came up to her and was like, oh my God, your hair is so beautiful. And she's like, that meant so so much to me because when you reach a certain age, people just stop complimenting you. You get compliments for, and then she's like, and then she's like, at certain ages, women just stop getting compliments. And she's like, we're not dead. Like we want to hear these nice things. So I was like, oh my God, I need to like, remember to compliment. If I see something on someone, just say it. (laughs) 
Well, you know what? The best thing, that's such a good point you brought up because we were just, my husband and I were just talking about that the other day. I just turned 55 and I feel great. I mean, I, I maybe it's my attitude and I'm, I'm always very happy and I've got it. I'm very lucky. I have a lot of love in my life, but it's something I see a lot of women in the future, which I hate seeing is seeing friends or, or what have you feeling down because their kids kind of grew up and then they kind of just lost themselves and they forget to you don't have to wear makeup every day, but I think I've, I've met women that kind of lost themselves where they didn't, they think it's kind of the end of the line because they're in their fifties. I'm like, what? <laughs> I like to right. think it's that's the beginning. 30. Yeah. This is the beginning of something amazing. Yes. I've, I've been through half my life already, but let's take it and enrapture it. I found lately at my age, I'm trying to do things that I loved doing as a kid. So I started roller skating again. I can do 10 cartwheels on the beach now, which I didn't think I could do anymore. I, did I the can't cartwheel. do one. So good for you. You, you, you can't. I bet you can't. But, but do things. Look, think, what was something you loved to do, both of you, when you were kids? Think of something that you just loved doing. Um, it's well, a good I question was, to pose. I was shopping. Tennis. I mean, and ju- I've like been wanting to play tennis a lot. And oh. it's just finding okay. something to play with. But, I'll play with you, Katie. Okay. Yeah, we're just not together. That's the only bummer. But I think that I'm trying <laughs> to think of we hate when people ask us our hobbies or activities because we're like, we love watching TV. No, I know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but like but tennis physically, was tennis was like a one that I've always like enjoyed. That was your thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. find a way to get back into your little tennis. I mean, I remember this is going to sound dorky, but I love playing with my Barbie dolls as dorky. I mean, I know I might be I was going to say Barbie. Oh, well, that. I love that. But I was like, yeah. how does that I didn't love our to Barbie adult life? Yeah. Yeah. But think about how that childhood, uh, that thing you love doing, bring it into something that you're doing now. And even if it's not obviously playing with Barbies, but you can still collect them like I do. Um, but certainly you can play dress up with yourself or you can do something that, you know, mimics that whole joy of playing with a Barbie doll, or maybe you like playing with cars. Well, maybe you know, there's things you can do that you can bring back from childhood and bring them into your current days as, a, as an adult. I think that will bring joy to a lot of people if they start thinking about that. I'm just an old girl. What do I know? <laughs> no, you know a lot. Even. I know. I'm like, you're so positive too. <laughs> like, Wait, I, 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 I do like have a question. That's a weird thing. Your hair okay, is ready. so voluminous <laughs> and beautiful. Oh, what okay. do you Uh-oh. do to it's your hair to get that volume? Okay. It's called, well, obviously I'm a little bit darker naturally because you can see my roots if you see right there but what I do don't laugh I've been taking collagen I've been taking collagen pills and I collagen. I've been I've been based collagen and I do rocket oil and I just kind of like you know as I as you get older you're not there girls you have gorgeous hair uh, but I notice as I'm getting older my hair is not as thick as it used to be but it I looks still very hair so I just put Thank you. It's so messy tonight. I'm embarrassed because I'm like sweaty and my hair looks horrible tonight, but thank you. Oh, but it's called good highlights and just product. Product's good, but collagen and you know, drinking lots of water, maybe a rosé once in a while. Maybe that has something to do with it. <laughs> oh, okay. Totally. Good. I can get on that trend. Whatever so, Rosé no, check. Just, yeah, just, <laughs> I can do that. We're just doing this for our hair and our health, you guys. I love it. Yeah, collagen. And can I tell you, if you have a good attitude, everything seems to grow just fine. (laughs) Be happy. You know, happiness makes you feel good. And kind of last advice I give girls as uh, you're young, but as you get older, the one thing I noticed about older women in my age and beyond is posture. Pull that posture back, ladies. 
as marvelous Mrs. Maisel always says, and every time she before she goes out on stage, uh, <laughs> what does she say? She goes, uh, tits up. I'm oh, telling yeah, you, yeah, she posture, does. tits up. And it's such a funny saying, but in the same sense, we, we tend to go like this as we get older, kind of hunched I, over. I do it Women, now. <laughs> whatever age you are, pull that posture back because it makes you more presentable. And remember to always smile. If you want to meet a guy or another a girlfriend, people won't approach you unless you got a smile on your face. So fake a smile and if you're not feeling up to smiling, fake a smile and people, you won't believe how many people will come up and talk to you because you're approachable. If you're not smiling, you won't be approachable. Trust me. Yeah. Jennifer and I have had to work on that in certain situations. We don't mean to, to but we're just like, <laughs> like yeah, we have your like, life. trust me. It's like a mean mug face. face. Yeah. But I'm yeah. like, I need to get don't do investing best bits. Just yeah. fake it. If you if you don't like the smile, just do it. But can I tell you, my husband, I think that's one thing he told me when he first met me. He said, you were smiling and I knew I could come up and talk to you easily. There was something so approachable about you. And that, I always tell my girlfriends that are single or anybody that's looking for love, smile. Just act like you're having a good time and smile because you certainly want uh, people that may not come over and talk to you will maybe more so now but if you're smiling. Okay. There's my hey boys. I'm smiling. I know where to reach us. Well, and also okay. So posture smile. Are we went to this psychic and she did tell us she was like honestly (gasps) people care more about your smile than they do about anything else and she's like just make sure you have good teeth and smile and And I was like I have to wear more color because all I wear is black. (laughs) I I wear black and that is a very funny face. So yeah, I'm, I'm, you could say no. I'm not appropriate, uh, not approachable at all. <laughs> we're, so we're working on resting, it. <laughs> I always thought resting bitch face. My, my sister would go, I know, RBF. I'm like, what does that mean? And yeah, I RBF. Like, oh God, <laughs> I thought that was so funny, but you're both gorgeous. But, um, but just, you know, like if, if I don't know if you're single or with somebody, but keep that smile going. The world <laughs> comes. Oh, you're going, okay, you're going to do my test this weekend. You're going to go out to bars and have a cocktail or a restaurant if they're open. <laughs> and you're going to smile and you're just going to be so, you're going to, the smile makes you approachable. You will have women and men both going to just feel comfortable talking to you. That's where, it, yeah. that's where it starts. I'm going to smile. Just being like, I'm going to smile. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to be like, just me. kidding. <laughs> don't talk to me. It's COVID. So go back <laughs> yeah, over no, to your No resting we, bitch face. We are going right. to, and I know we're wearing a mask right now. So it's a little tough. But we just, can take it off at the table though, so they can see. You can. Yeah. So we, you know, because we're we're getting yeah, back into this. the human form of hanging out because COVID shots are coming. By, you know, we're getting vaccinated. So now things are looking up. So there you right. go. Yes, they are. So you're still are did, did I talk too much? I'm so sorry, you guys. No, not at all. Not at all. I okay. just want people to know if you if they ever want to get dressed by you, how can yeah. they get a hold of you? Well, I'm now in Santa Barbara, but I'm I'm going back and forth to San Francisco, LA. I kind of took a hiatus because obviously gowns weren't real popular the last year because nobody's going to any weddings or, you know, red carpet. Um, So now, right now, I'm just trying to find, um, I want to break into the LA market and do some more red carpets and just, you know, I just want to spread a message of happiness and peace and love and dressing up. So I'm trying to get more involved with LA and do some more down here. I did a little before, but I want to do more. Um, KarenCaldwell.com. And I've even had people reach out to me. I just need a special pair of earrings. I rent jewelry or I let you borrow it or whatever. Just send me a photo after you wear it so I, so I can see what you look like. It's For me, it's like having a... I never had daughters. So it's like, for me, it's the joy of seeing somebody feel good about themselves. That's the joy of it. And what is your Instagram? Just so people can... Uh, it's Karen Caldwell Design. Okay. And it's... Uh, 
there's actually two on Instagram. One I was never able to get rid of. I don't know why, but it's the one with a picture of me in a, in a very light pink feather dress. And you'll, you'll see that, but it's fun. I post, post some really funny things on there. Okay. Awesome. Well, we definitely have to well, go check it out again. I feel like I'm going to go look at it. With visit you girls. I know we're excited. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and you're going to, we will be your, your daughter when, the, when you have a special occasion, you are going to let your mother or cool aunt Karen dress <laughs> you guys and you just wear it, send it back when you're done. And, but I promise I'll pick out the right thing. And you'll look really good. And you'll have a lot of people admiring what you're wearing. I promise. You'll be lots very excited and grateful. Yes, There's nothing I like more than being the center of attention. (laughs) I'm so excited. Okay. Well, I'm so thrilled to be part of your podcast. I think you guys rock. I love listening to you. So for me, this is like, it's like rock star excited for me to, to, to be with you tonight. So thank you. Well, we loved having you on. Thank you so much for doing this. Come see me and then we'll do something. We'll do something and happy uh, 2021. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. (laughs) Bye girls. Okay. Really nice to meet you both and to be on your show. Thank you. Make sure you guys um, like and follow on Instagram at Brutally Blunt Podcast and Twitter at Brute Blunt Pod and like and subscribe on anywhere that, you know, you guys listen to your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever, if you guys want to continue getting this content and we'll see you guys later.